It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teol, so you can find everything on pinballprofile.com. All your subscriptions, past episodes, and more, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Pinball Profile, and you can email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. Crossed something off my bucket list, finally made it to Bulls and Balls in Fulda, Germany. Over the last few years, I've noticed these massive tournaments over several days run by German country director Tobias Wagerman. We'll hear from him on the next Pinball Profile. These are the original Whopper Fests. For the last couple of years, Brisbane Masters have had these 10-day long opportunities. Just this past weekend, District 82 in Wisconsin ran a super series of six events over four days. But to me, it all started at Bulls and Balls in Fulda, Germany. I had to check it out, and I did and enjoyed it. I love playing pinball, but this was a true endurance test. I've played a lot of pump and dumps, but at those events, yeah, you might be playing for up to 12, 14 hours, but you can come and go as you please. And if you have a bad game, all right, oh well, get another entry. Go back to the wallet. Try again. Well, not so easy here at Bulls and Balls because every single game, every ball mattered. There is no try again. Seven events over three and a half days and the competition was unlike anything I've ever seen. In fact, I would relate it to the World Championship. Why? You had some of the best players from several European countries show up to this big event. And think about it. There are no casual pinball players that go, oh, I think I'll try this seven-tournament, four-day event. No, no, no. This is for the diehards. They do a few of these big events at Bulls and Balls throughout the year. There's one coming up in a few weeks in November. There's another one in December. The big pinball Olympics usually held in June. There was amazing catered food as well. So lots of schnitzel, sausage, sauerkraut, and plenty of Whoppers. Here are some of the people that attended that wonderful event. Here at Bulls and Balls with Dirk Eitzholtz from Pinball Universe. And I have to say, you have brought a bunch of amazing games here. And I've heard about Pinball Universe from Jim and Dina Lindsay quite a bit. So congratulations on everything you do. And you really have done a lot for this market. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for this tournament, we brought around about 10 machines with us. And uh, we support the tournaments as good as possible here at Bulls and Balls. What did you bring here to this tournament? Um, today we brought um, the Guns N' Roses, Hot Wheels, uh, Monsters from Stern, Deadpool, Black Knight, uh, Led Zeppelin and all latest games from Stern. I wonder, because I know from some of the distributors in North America what are the hot sellers. So what are the big hot sellers here in Germany and in Europe? From JJP it's Guns N' Roses. It's selling very, very good. And um, hot seller from Stern, uh, a good machine. Oh, it's difficult to say. We are selling all machines. It depends a little bit of the, of the customers. If you are not practiced to play pinball, then the Monsters is a good machine because it had a, quite an easy rule set. Nice shots. Yeah, in fact, and uh, you can play it, have a lot of fun. I, I play it myself quite a lot because it's you, you don't have to concentrate that much. It's quite easy to play. You can talk to people and play the machine. And um, if you play, uh, for example, the Black Knight, then you've got to concentrate because if you hit the post, then the ball is lost. But then you're done your ball, so you've got lots of time to talk with Black Knight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, I like to play pinball machines as well, not only talking. <laughs> I'm not surprised you said about the monsters. I happen to notice a little sign on the way here, Monster Germany. I'm probably saying it wrong, but it's spelled the same. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, but the Stern machines are all good. Uh, if if you like music, then Led Zeppelin is the right choice. Or uh, if you like complex games, oh yeah, you you are wearing your Led Zeppelin uh, shirt. <laughs> if you like complex rule sets, then the Avengers is uh, first choice. Uh, I've got an Avengers at home, and uh, I like the machine, even though that the rule set is quite complex. But uh, yeah, it's a challenge to play that machine. And what about the latest Godzilla? Have you had a lot of demand for that? Um, the demand uh, for this topic is uh, very high, especially because of the layout of the game. Uh, the demand for the premium and LE is very high because of the moving building in the middle of the playfield and all the other cool toys. And yeah, we can't wait to get our machine in a, into our showroom. Uh, we usually get uh, the first machines Pro and LEs by Air Freight, and we just talked to Stern last week and. Uh, It hasn't been picked up at Stern uh, so far, but we expect to do it or to happen it uh, in the next days. Yeah, at the time of this recording, I'm starting to see some of them be distributed in North America, so we'll be soon here in Europe as well. Dirk, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, and good luck with you at Pinball Universe. Okay, thanks a lot. These amazing Bulls and Balls tournaments are not possible without two wonderful people, Patricia and Matthias Kluber. And Matthias joins me right now. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, thank you for staying here. It is a fantastic facility, and you were telling me beforehand, it's just expanded and expanded. There's some karaoke, there's a great stage, but you've got different rooms, different wings for pinball machines. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's true, because the tournaments goes bigger and bigger, and we need more space, and I have the space, and I would like to give all the people a home. I hope that they come as a as a stranger to us and goes as a friend. And uh, I think it's amazing that all the guys come back. They ask after four and a half days tournament when it's on, on Sunday at 8 o'clock p.m. to ask when is the next tournament. So I think it's crazy. I, I'm happy that they gone, all the, all the people go on, on Sunday and um, 15 minutes later okay, <laughs> I think about the next tournament. That's because of how wonderful the facility is, how great the machines are, the quality. I saw your Congo restoration game. That, that's beautiful. A different back glass side art, and it's spectacular, but all the games are here. And By the way, the next tournament is in about three weeks, and then there's the big one in December, the whole, whole, yeah. whole. I'm glad but it's not only Patricia and me, the Bulls and Balls. It's like a little bit uh, Bulls and Balls family. Okay. We have Toby here, we have Marvin here, so uh, some, some stuff behind the bar and I can do it only by myself. I need some guys behind me and it's a family. Yeah. May I ask? I assume it was difficult during COVID, pandemic, shutdown, lockdown. This tournament, in fact, is called the Welcome Back Tournament. Yeah. I'm glad you survived because a lot of businesses certainly had some difficulty with that shutdown and it was a long shutdown. Now that the doors are open, people will be flooding back in here. I hope everything is okay. It was a long time, one and a half year. We have no tournaments. We ended with the biggest tournament, uh, the ECS. And now we start with a big tournament after one and a half year. It was not a problem for us. So the government gave us a little bit of money. We, we, uh, we changed a little bit in the, at this time. And uh, 
for me is not so much important that I earn a lot of money with here. So I spend the money in the building and the machines, and that's the reason why I think, and I hope, uh, that all the guys come back. People will come back. Look, and I came from Canada because I yeah, knew about amazing, Wilson Walls. Amazing. The Fraley's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, Laura and Clark, they know about it from the States. And it was a, that was one of the amazing days we have here because Laura and Clark came to us as a stranger. So on Wednesday, so they are a little bit um, tired. No, a little bit back. No, not so pre pre present. Yeah. And we have the Midnight Madness tournament with oh Clark. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and Clark was another guy. <laughs> yeah, this was a point. And we have, we, we, we can say he's a friend. Yeah. Oh, he is. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, and, and Laura too. So um, we ride a little bit. They help us to get some um, spare parts from America to, to us because it's, uh, it costs a lot of uh, for, for shipping. And Clark helped us a little bit and, nice. and watch uh, at Pinside for us. It was really nice. Well, you introduced me to something I can't swear on this podcast, so I'll just call it the drink. Yeah. The Mongolian MF. Yeah. <laughs> and you told me what was in it. Uh, let's just say there was vodka, there was a couple of different rums, a dark rum, there was some bourbon. You named some alcohol, it was in it. And I thought, there's no way I'm drinking this. And you said, well, here's the shot glass. And the shot glass was about 10 ounces. I was like, wait a second, that's the shot glass. And yeah, like that's for lightweights. It was delicious. Yeah, I know, I know that. I saw this uh, in the um, Facebook video from the tipsy bartender. And uh, we, we checked the drink. But I think that it was not so perfect because too much alcohol. You can drink a glass. So with only alcohol and, and uh, a little bit uh, cranberry. Yeah, very so, little. So, very little cranberry. So, so um, we changed a little bit and think uh, with the... Um, um, fruit inside you don't smell the alcohol and all the guys love that yeah. I enjoyed it I yeah. was nervous and I was more nervous because you told me what was in it had you just given me this drink I'm like oh a fruit drink I like sweet things that'll be great and by the way drinking it through a straw which is not a wise thing to do for alcohol I, I want to point out that aside you uh, just purchased another game you've got so many here but you just purchased a big Lebowski um, I think I want to buy one <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. I'm the, the first game as of, uh, I played last night at uh, half past three. The first game on it, and I think I'm inside the machine. Yeah, I yeah. feel the the machine, and I didn't know the the uh, film. So oh, you don't I, know the movie at all. No movie. I don't oh, it's know fun. The you movie. have to watch it now. Yeah, but the the music and everything is fine. Okay, at the moment not perfect. With some some problems. Some some little problems maybe but it, it feels a little bit better like some other machines at the moment on the market you can, you can buy it's a fun machine I've enjoyed it and I really got some time on it this weekend uh, thanks to RP Pinball in Austria and of course Pinball Universe here in Germany um, have done amazing things to help yeah. support this tournament best of luck to you Matthias thank you very much for welcoming me and everyone else and uh, I will be back in fact IFPA 18 you've got some pre-events like like it's going to be a big thing at Freddy's, but some of the events are going to be here too, and I'll be looking forward to coming back for that. 
so I hope I hope so, but at the moment it's too difficult to to plan something. It's so far away. Uh, so far, yeah. The pandemic is, in, in, is, is still here, and um, I think we need maybe a half year, then everything is sure. easier. Okay, all the best. Thank you very much. Now this is exciting for me because three years ago I was in Switzerland and I was kind of looking for some pinball. I didn't really find any. And trust me, my wife and I tried. But the one person I was looking for is here right now, Robert Suter. And Robert is the best player in Switzerland by far, if not one of the best players in the world. Hello, Robert. Hello. I've got Dina Lindsay here who's going to help with some translations because I'm going to ask very, very tough questions. All right. <laughs> So, Robert, give me an idea what the pinball scene is like in Switzerland. Robert, kannst du bitte die Idee geben, wie die Flipper-Szene in der Schweiz so aussieht? Wir haben viele, viele Clubs, Privatclubs, und wir treffen uns dort. There are lots of uh, private clubs, and that's where the meetings uh, normally happen. So I didn't go to Zurich, and I was told that's probably where a lot of the pinball action was. Jeff uh, war in Zürich und uh, hat gehört, dass es dort, wo das meiste Flipper-Geschehen so ist. Ja, also jetzt ganz neu ist der Silverball aufgegangen, das hat etwa 80 Geräte. Dann ist ein bisschen außerhalb von Zürich Talwil, das hat etwa 100 Geräte. Und vorher war noch Outlane mit 60, 70 Geräte. The first one is the Silver Ball in Zurich directly. It has uh, about 80 machines. Then uh, the other location just outside Zurich has uh, about 100. And there used to be another club Outlane uh, that had about 60. Maybe this is why I didn't find any pinball, because when I was in Switzerland, it was gorgeous. Everywhere I went, Bern, beautiful Interlaken, Lucerne I loved as well. So I was there and I'm like, I really don't want to play pinball. Switzerland's too pretty. Ja, die Schweiz ist so, ist so hübsch, dass Jeff eigentlich gesagt hat, ja, ja, ich will eigentlich nicht flippern. Das ist, ich will immer die Schweiz sehen. Oh, vielen Dank. Also. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for that. Absolutely amazing. But I guess next time I go to Zurich, and I will go back, I will definitely give Robert a call. Where else are you playing? I know you're here in Germany, but where else in Europe do you like to play? Ja, nächstes Mal, wenn Jeff dann in Zürich ist, dann kontaktiert er dich erstmal. Aber außer zu Hause, wo spielst du so am liebsten hier in Europa? Also in Europa, also am liebsten in Fulda. Große Turniere, viele, viele Leute, immer viel Spaß. Yeah, the best place, uh, the favorite place is of course Fulda. Uh, big tournaments, uh, lots of people. And all people are happy. Absolutely. <laughs> and and we can we can play 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 and not wait wait wait. That is true. There's a lot of playing here in Fulda. And you'll also be playing on the big stage too at the IFPA World Championships. You must be looking forward to that. Und du spielst bestimmt auch auf der Weltmeisterschaft mit. Ja, also ich versuche 2023 nochmal Epstein zu spielen. Ich habe fünfmal teilgenommen und viermal Epstein gewonnen. Yeah, the aim is uh, to play the Epstein Cup in 2023. I played it five times and won it four times. 
Those dirty Americans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just making in the obvious. <laughs> Thank you very much, Robert. It's a pleasure to meet you finally. Thank you. Not only one of the people here at Bulls and Balls, but somebody who's brought some incredible games here from RS Pinball from Austria, Stefan Riedler. Hi, Stefan. Hi, nice to meet you again. Nice to meet you too, sir. And in fact, if you're going to Pinball Expo in Chicago, you're going to be there. How yes. did you, a European, get into the United States before November 1st when you're allowed? Yeah, it is possible, but only due to business reasons. Yes. And you need to have a special exemption, therefore, which you need to apply. And I did, and I'm importing all the spooky games for whole Europe. Oh, and so we are working on a certification to get the games over here, to have them uh, complying with the electronic requirements. So we have there several meetings, and I combine it. Yeah. I combine it together with the expo, and so it's uh, my good chance to go to the USA again. Well, that's good, and good for you doing that. We're bringing spooky games to Europe too, because we saw how quickly Halloween and Ultraman sold out. The same with Rick and Morty and everything else they do. So you were talking about the certification. That's something they didn't have before, but now that's going to be a big part for Europe. Because in Europe, when you distribute such an electronic product in a wider range, you need to apply for the CE certificate and you need to comply with all the rules. And then you can sell the product to everybody and they can use it at home. Without CE certificate, there would be maybe a problem if the machine would burn down or if there is anything, no insurance would pay. And uh, so therefore, this is mandatory to have. So hear that? Everything's going to be fine now for your spooky games here in Europe. And if you're in Austria, definitely check out Stefan at RS Pinball. Now, what you've done here is you've brought some games. You brought four games, and I play a lot of pinball. There are four games I have not played games on. That's how unique these games are. You just were standing actually right near the Big Lebowski and with the rug, which totally makes the pinball machine, by the way. A lot of fun. What a great game. I really love it. It's so smooth to play. It's a, it's a modern Bailey Williams game. It's so smooth from the rule sheets. You have the main shots which you go. You go for the characters. You go for the character multiball, for the rug, for the different modes. Then you have the upper playfield with the car. It's really, you have mechanical toys in it. It's really so so much fun to play. And then don't forget about bowling down below. Yes. <laughs> Lots of good. The other three games you brought. I have not seen the heavy metal game until you brought it from RS Pinball. I gotta say, I've always liked the Star Wars pin layout, which is inserted in obviously different art for heavy metal, but you've got the nice DMD display on the heavy metal. It looks and sounds great. I never have seen before the home pin version as well, uh, because they are so rare over here in Europe, but it plays a lot, it makes a lot of fun to play. Optically wise, it really looks like a full pinball machine. It has the full normal cabinet artwork with the color in it. It's fun to play, and yeah, it's very rare. I'm a bit, uh, let's say, the boutique guy over here in Europe. Okay, the other games you brought, I love Multimorphic and what they're doing and I've always wanted to see Heist because I think that crane was sorry Twippies, that was the best toy of the year. Thank God the Pinball Industry Awards awarded it correctly. I am amazed at how incredible those Multimorphic games are and you showed me a little bit underneath the playfield, lifting out that insert and it was pretty easy. Yeah, you only remove the uh, lockdown bar, the glass, you have three connectors, then two locks on the left and right hand side and you 
take, uh, take out the playfield. I would have Cosme a kart race as well with me if you want to have a look on it tomorrow. Wow. So it's very fast to change. So much fun. And then you have Alien, the SV, correct? Yes, the Pinball Brothers version. I was as well a distributor for Highway Pinball and sold a lot of games over here in Europe. And now I got my first SVs, which are going to the customers and looking forward on the LVs, which hopefully should come the first ones prior Christmas. I noticed, too, on some of your games, you've got the playfield protectors. Now, certainly with Big Lebowski, that's a very expensive game. It's like 13,000 euros. I've been playing it. Don't really notice it, but there's a good reason why you like to put that on. Yes. It keeps the value of the game much uh, on a better level. And in Europe, let's say it's not standard, but all distributors, dealers offer it right now. A lot of customers are asking for it because you keep the playfield and the whole machine in a better condition. And I explain it always to the new customers. It's like in Germany. The taxis are all with a foil on it, so they get not so many chips on it and they keep the value. And pinball machines are quite expensive. They increased the price quite a lot in the last years. So it's a high value what you have there and you want to keep the value on the level when you sell it after a while. So coming out of the pandemic, we've seen the prices increase because there are certainly supply issues and also build materials issues. What's that been like for your customers explaining the cost increase? It's a combination of facts because uh, it's a shortage of components what the manufacturers have. You see it on all manufacturers. They cannot produce as many machines as they would like to. The shipping, the logistics costs increased and there is, uh, especially for Europe, there is an additional factor what you don't add in the States or in Canada. This is the 25% import tax which was valid from last year, November oh, onwards. Yeah. And this increased all the pinball prices for end customers for 30% around. 25% tax and on top the VAT. So it was 30% higher. Is that we, still a fact? No, it is not. Uh, it's It was stopped with uh, March for a 33-month period and then they stopped it in July overall. But this was quite a big effect overall on the market. All the used machine prices increased. Sure, why and would all, they? Also all the new ones increased quite a lot. It came together with the pandemic that so many new people are coming to the hobby because they are at home, they don't go on vacation, they have their holiday money and they, they bought a pinball machine. So there is more demand and let's say the same amount or not enough games right now. Before I let you go, Stefan, I watched on JDL Pinball, one of the most unique pinball tournaments and it would have been last year in 2020. In fact, it was the first tournament I saw during the middle of the pandemic. The event was called Pinball Alps. First of all, tell people where it was. It was in Cari in Switzerland, in the middle of the Alps, on, directly in the mountain and nothing else. How high were these games being played? Like It was nearly in 2,000 meters of altitude. So think about that. I assume that, no, you must have driven the games up the mountain. That, that's how you get them up there, don't you? There is a street up to 1,600, and then there is no street anymore. So there is only a gravel road so? where, the, where the landlords can go up and the people which have the building there. I did it with my truck with oh, six okay. machines in the in the truck and I made a video of it and once we maybe need to make a shortage of it to make it in fast forward it was a crazy drive up there but bad. we will do again next year I heard because JDL is going to do that now the reason I know they were there is I watched the stream but also too talking to Jim and Dina they took all their gear up on a chairlift yes a chairlift I helped them pack uh, this weekend and that's heavy equipment so I was just thinking about you and the pinball machines what a unique tournament pinball Alps if you are in the area in Switzerland and that takes place next year June 
it will be around again July, August, July, something like August. this. That's a must. It's really normally there is a great weather in this area and this time, and you have a very great view. And uh, we have there maybe 10 to 12 games because it's I only go up twice with the truck <laughs> and not not more often. Here's another thing I remember about that because it was in the summer of 2020. I think it was the first time I saw Rick and Morty, even Stranger Things, be played in a tournament because it was, you know, the pandemic happened in, in March of 2020, and here's this tournament. First time I ever saw these games in play. Yes, it was uh, Rick and Morty, Platzacker Edition, it was uh, Beatles Platinum, it was uh, Stranger Things uh, Limited Edition, Black Knight Limited Edition. So I have there a friend and a customer who have a really a lot of games, and uh, I brought his games up and organized it together with him and we had uh, television there and radio because he is there very well connected and it was a nice advertisement for pinball as well for the region thank you very much for bringing the games and uh, again if you're in austria and you're looking for a pinball machine talk to stefan at rs pinball thank you very much Stefan. thank you very much i think the last major major pinball event i was at so was this woman but that was in california at indisc and here we are in germany and I get to see from Holland, Helen Dehan Verbeek. Did I get it close? You are very close. I tried to roll the <laughs> R's there, and uh, it's great to see you. Uh, and actually, we got to play each other. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. It was the first game of the day, so it was not that good. Well, if somebody got lucky and uh, somebody just <laughs> was waking up, so I think yeah. that's what happened. But you've been playing for such a long time. I think it's 12 years now for the IFPA. And I think so. I started in 98, actually. Okay. Yeah, but I started playing like competition matches uh, later than that, of yeah. course. So. And what is the competition like in Holland? I mean, I want to go to the Dutch Pinball Museum, yeah. first of all. Yeah, the Dutch Pinball Museum is nice. And we have like two big tournaments in the Netherlands. That is the Dutch Pinball Open and the Dutch Pinball Masters. And then the Masters is like the biggest event in the Netherlands. And when is that? I just As I get my calendar out here. Um, we have one in November. I think that's the Dutch Pinball Open. And I'm not sure when the, the Masters will be. Okay. You have to look it back in the, in the previous... Uh, so it will be around the same uh, date. I know people that have been to both those events and they just say they're spectacular. So. They are. But the Dutch Primal Open is more like for everybody and the Masters is more for the, the one that likes to play matches as well. Yeah. More and that's, like competitive. Well, that's what you are for yeah. sure. And you've been doing this for some time now. And I wonder, because you've played for years and you've mm. played different matches, is there a favorite format for you? I like this format because you, you do like a lot of tournaments in such a short time you have to have one good day and then you get some points you yeah know? yeah and you can have also bad tournaments as well it doesn't matter if you have like seven tournaments in a weekend but it's nice to also get together with people from all over i mean i came a long way to come here but you know you came a little bit but there were people from france yeah. from england from sweden yeah and every time i go to like tournaments like this if i go to sweden or uh, to uh, denmark or to germany you always meet the same people so it's like a small world it really if, is even if you go to indisc or if you go to pinburg it still is a small world you went to Pinburg too. I mean, it's sad to yeah. see that's gone. Yeah, I was because it's the last one organized that I, I went to. 
and the big women's international pinball tournament. That's and so that's special. the one I played as well. And I got to the final uh, anyway, but my, I'm not that good in not tilting the game. <laughs> <laughs> not t- I bet you notice how tight those tilts yeah, were. Yeah, they were very tight. And so you really had to play with your fingertips. And, well, you know, maybe I'm a little bit a uh, rough player. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a great player. And if you look at the rankings in the world, you're going to be up there. You're currently around 400, and I'm sure after this weekend, even higher. But when you look at the women's rankings, I think of Karen Kaiser also in yeah. Europe, but, but yeah. then you're right behind Karen for Europe. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to see the development of the women's tournaments and and we're seeing more and more of those i think anybody who runs a major tournament should always have a women's event if possible if possible yes sweden was the european championships i've won that uh in was it in 2019 or 2018 i don't know not too long ago yeah not too long ago and there i won from karen walker i think she's an american lady Mm -hmm. and i met penny epstein and it was nice to be there yeah very very nice yeah well it's been a treat playing you again this weekend and seeing you what's next for you are you going to get back to indisc or some others yeah for sure i will be there i'll see you then yeah i see you then thank you helen you're welcome flavio bateria and wolfgang hyde and they join us here hello flavio hello wolfgang hello jeff hi nice to meet you it is uh, good to see you guys Uh, i know flavio you've been uh, across the pond as they say you were at pinberg uh, when daniele was uh, in second to that i think his name was keith alwani uh, (laughs) yeah yeah. i I think i know that guy (laughs) but how great was it to see two of the all-time greatest at the final ever pinberg and and your countryman daniele who's just uh, those two i could watch them over and over again yeah me too it was just amazing you know you you look at them they play so different and they get so greatest scores you know I, I love I just love it for you Wolfgang I heard about how you started playing pinball and you're in northern Italy correct yes yes I'm, I'm straight on the north I'm near Austria on the corner to Austria and therefore I speak also German or my mother tongue is German yeah <laughs> and then second language is Italian and third yeah it's English is not that good yeah? your English is very good <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> You started playing in these tournaments and you met Flavio and and of course, you know, traveling for pinball can be expensive. You had hotels and Flavio said, look, you know, you seem like a nice person. We have similar interests. Just stay at my place. And you really developed a great friendship ever since then. Yes, that's that's what great. And we developed a really good friendship. And now you see us here. I was with him also in Pinburg and then he went up to Merano where I live and we we sleep there and then we go on to Fulda or we go on to Bünde and we travel from Bergamo to, to Germany of, uh, to Herten or other uh, nice uh, pinball locations. And you're both excellent players. I've played you both this weekend. I have uh, finished second both times to both of you, in <laughs> fact. And Flavio, let's uh, talk about what happened for you yesterday. It was yeah. probably the biggest tournament here. Was it, it was my biggest tournament ever also. My greatest result really? ever at the moment, yeah. So you know what's going to happen here. But what it was was there were the 92 players and yeah. we played some, it was round robins. Yeah, uh, it was Swiss mode. It was Swiss mode. it was Swiss mode, ten rounds, and mm-hmm. the top thirty-two players got to play in a huge bracket style. Yeah, and I was doing pretty good until the last few rounds, and then I had to play a one-ball tiebreaker. I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky to to advance, but unlucky that I had to play you first round, <laughs> and you went on to win the whole thing. So. I joke and I say, you know, once you got past me, it was easy after that. <laughs> of course. No, actually, you played great. I was 
I, I don't know. I just played a little better. His first game he picks was Lethal Weapon 3, which is the first game I ever owned. I'm like, got it. I know what to do. One, two, three. One, two, three. Forget multi-ball unless it happens. Flavio put on his second ball... A score I never achieved in the three years I owned that machine. So it was actually a great clinic to watch you play, and congratulations on your big win. That thank was exciting. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, the one-to-three thing, you just keep doing that. It's But great. the finals, you and Nico Ooh. and Peter Anderson, a former number one player, and, I'm s- and, and Robert, and, and, and Robert yeah. Zuta from Switzerland. Yeah. That's a powerhouse. Yeah, oh my God, I was so happy. Like, usually those two guys win. You know, Peter and uh, Robert. I don't know what got into me. I was able to do that crank it up, you know, for whom the bell tolls, which is the most dangerous one. But, uh, yeah, I could cash it in. That's... Wolfgang, one of the things I've noticed here at Bulls and Balls at this huge tournament, and a lot, actually, the only European tournaments I've played, is the quality of players. I mean, out of the 92 players here, there are 50, 60 that are absolute wizards when it comes to pinball, and any one of these people could win. And when you come to a big tournament like this... No one's coming kind of casual. You know you're going to be playing four days, eight tournaments, 14 hours a day. I don't know how you feel about it, but for me, experiencing this for the first time, you learn a lot and it elevates your game because you have to play better. You can't just get lucky here and there. You really have to be on your best. It's probably made you a better player, hasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's amazing. It's, it's, and it's really challenging. You can never say, oh, it's an easy game. This guy is, is easy. It's never easy because there are all good players here at Fulda. Let's say the 50, 60 players are really, really strong players. And all could happen. And you learn a lot on the machines, on the guys. And I, I'm growing not that much like Flavio. Flavio is a, is a rocket. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. But I'm growing um, step by step. And now I, my next target is to go in the first 200 players of the world now I'm 300 something I don't know but I won't go I was I started with 3000 yes and then I go up and go up now I'm number four could be number four in Italy number five number four in Italy let's see yeah very very nice and some great competition there you two have another common interest and it's not just pinball it's not traveling to all these wonderful places in Europe it's your athletic ability Wolfgang a little birdie might have told me what's Italian for little birdie Uncelino <laughs> <laughs> might have told me about uh, you being a incredible track and field athlete, not only the triple jump, but decathlon as well. Yes, yes. Let's say I was. Yeah, I do it still now. But I made this big championship, was the world championship of the 35 year olds. Now I'm 49, but of the 35 year olds, wow. and I went seventh, the best Italian, better than the best German. And but there were some good French guys. Yes, for the triple triple jump. jump yes. Triple wow. Jump, yeah. And, what was your distance? Uh, I'm, with 35 years, I was uh, on 14 meters. Yeah. It's, for 35, it's okay. For a young guy, you must jump longer. But for the, um, it's, it's okay. Wow. Yeah. Now, yeah. I have a torn meniscus that yeah. I had repaired. <laughs> There's no way I can do that. I, I can do a triple fall, triple jump. Yeah. That's incredible. And you've done decathlons as well? Yeah, I, I did a decathlon. Wow. I, and um, this is really fun. It's like um, decathlon, the, the guys are like pinball guys. We are all friends. All There are no opponents. We, we do it together. And did you watch the Olympics and see the decathlon? Yes. Did you see who won? Uh, yes. 
but I don't he know the name. He might be from Canada. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. A, that's, said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. You won yeah. the Euro Cup, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> See, my grandpa is from Italy. My yeah. grandmother is from England. So that was the perfect final. Yeah. But Italia, all of yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and Flavio, this blew me away. And others who know you well know this. I didn't know this. I have seen things like the Harlem Globetrotter several times. I'm not talking about pinball, although it's a wonderful <laughs> pinball machine. And the tricks that are played by the athletes, the shows that go on at the halftime before the show, the trampoline, the dunks, the flips, the spins, the ball tricks. If we look carefully, that's you. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Uh, I started playing basketball when I was eight. But look at me, I'm not tall enough to play seriously. But when I was 14, I had great uh, basketball basic skills, which helped me to get better at tricks. So I, I went to see the Harlem Globetrotters, actually, in Milan. They blew me away. Then during the halftime, the move came in. The move is my current you know and I got crazy man I started practicing and practicing and practicing and I won the European Championship twice in 2010 and 2011 and then I won the World Championship in 2013 so yeah I needed a new challenge and I was already I wasn't old but I was old for becoming good at a sport you know uh, so I got into pinball and it's perfect perfect Wolfgang at 49 years old you look fantastic by the way <laughs> Oh, uh, do, doing these over 35 triple jumps, that's incredible. Okay, you're looking at Flavio, you know him very well. He did basketball, he's doing pinball now. As he gets older, what's going to be next for him? Uh, next are the World Championships, for sure. World Championships, pinball? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, think, I think so. Hope so. I can see why when we were playing earlier in that playoff, you wanted to play NBA Fast Break. You, yeah. you love that game. Yeah, I do. Well, there's a lot of trivia questions on there. They're dated, they're old. So let me give you a trivia question. And here they're in German, too. Oh, <laughs> yikes. You have to name mm -hmm. the former number one overall NBA draft pick from the Toronto Raptors that hails from Italy. Oh, that's Andrea Bargnani. There you go. Oh, the okay. wizard. I know the guy, actually. We, what? Yeah, we work together. I, I'm a freestyler, man. Uh, he is the VIP, so people come because he's there, but then they enjoy to see him and our show. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, he's a very nice guy. He's a very funny guy. He has a great sense of humor and, yeah, super tall. <laughs> yeah, seven feet. <laughs> yeah. Flavio, Wolfgang, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. It was really nice to meet hey, you. Hope to see you soon. I agree. We will see each other soon. Maybe I'll just stay here after that PCR test I had. I don't know if I want to do another one. I'm just going to stay here. Tell my wife and kids I love them. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Stefan Harold is with me right now, one of German's finest players. But uh, you know, when I think of Paul Englert and Johannes Ostermeyer, these are young kids. If you add their ages... <laughs> okay. uh, you have been playing a long time in pinball and you are one of the greatest in this country and in the world in fact uh, a very competitive player I've enjoyed watching you play because you're so controlled when you play uh, it's a unique style yeah, I have to play controlled because I'm getting old now and I'm not so fast anymore, you know. <laughs> but on the classics, just some incredible nudging, some shots. You really know what the rubbers are going to do when the ball bounces. Uh, will I be like this when I play pinball for a long time? Will I start to develop these skills? Because you have them. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's, 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 I like to play classic and I play them a lot and I played a lot when I was a kid and there were, there was these, these machines were all around and we used to try our best and that's what came out. You've come away with a little bit of hardware so far here at this uh, Fulda tournament. That's kind of nice. <laughs> the trophies, yeah, it's great. I was in two finals. It was, was really surprising me because uh, the best players around here and along with Peter Anderson playing final is, is such a great thing and I beat him <laughs> <laughs> that is very nice and it looks like you're up right now okay. I just wanted to say hi to you and thanks again Stefan thanks again Jeff nice to have you here very bittersweet the ending here of the Bulls and Balls weekend here in October although there are other events coming in November and December and then of course next year there'll be at least four of these we saw an amazing finish with Flavio from Italy beating Peter Anderson in a tiebreaker on jackpot the place is quiet now everyone's gone but you know who's not gone the people behind the scenes who gave us the great stream and have done for a while you can hear the clinking and the clanging they're taking apart the gear that they've spent so much money and time I'm on Jim and Dina Lindsay. Thank you for everything you've done, not only this weekend, but the entire streaming. And people don't realize how much effort you guys put into this. And I want to thank you personally. Thank you very, very much for that uh, on behalf of me and Dina. We do it because of a passion for pinball. You know that and you have that passion yourself. So if we weren't doing it, I'm sure there would be somebody else here. Uh, fill in that space. Well, some of those people could be here to help you tear down. I think that would be nice. That never, that unfortunately never happens. So as soon as the tournament finishes, everybody leaves, like leaving the nest. Yeah. Uh, the people that are left here are me, Dina, uh, Matthias, the owner. And Tobias avoiding his daughter. So that's what I possibly have understood. No, I'm kidding. So, yeah, this part is part of what we do. It's part of the service. So we actually, taking the equipment to part is not something that you really want too many people getting involved in because it's too easy to damage things. So we're actually perfectly happy doing it pretty much. We, we, we appreciate your help, Jeff. Well, it's, what I do is easy compared to what you do. And the MVP of the weekend, yes, you may say, well, Flavio won a couple of tournaments. Peter won a bunch. Paul won a bunch. No, 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 no. I'm not here if it isn't for Dina Lindsay because I traveled on my own, a foreign country. I don't speak the language. I don't know the transit system. I don't know much about the airport. Dina, you've made it possible for me to come, so thank you very much. You're most welcome. You're always welcome to come back. Uh, now you know your way. Oh, so I won't get the help you're the next time. You're not going to get any help next time. Uh, just kidding. Uh, now you're most welcome. Anybody visiting, anybody visiting for pinball or pleasure are always welcome to be in touch and uh, we'll figure something out. Well, Daniel Spoiler from Project Pinball was here a few weeks ago and I know you guys were uh, kind enough to show him around and you've been very, very hospitable. I can't thank you enough for that. But it is kind of sad that this is over because it was such a fun, fun weekend. We're, we're tired, but it was fun. We are, we are, we are all tired, but you, you, you're right. You sort of come to an end of a stream and you're on a high. That final uh, and the tie break in particular between, uh, between Peter and Flavio was awesome. And so you, you're sitting right up on that high. Your adrenaline level is, is pumping. Yeah? And then you realise you've got to say goodbye because uh, it's, it's just time to go. The event's finished and uh, time to say goodnight. So. And then the work week begins. You're both working tomorrow. Forget about how much money you've spent and how much time you've spent. Dina, how much time... Have you been able to sleep this weekend? Oh, not much, really. Um, on average, five hours a, a night. 
not much at all indeed after just grueling long days i'll let you continue i'm going to give you a hand here too we'll wrap it up here at bulls and balls this has been your pinball profile you can find everything on pinballprofile.com all your subscriptions past episodes and more we're on twitter and instagram at pinball profile and you can email us pinballprofile at gmail.com i'm a tired but very happy glad to be here in germany jeff teolis